Hi, welcome back to another episode of the Mimosas with Moms podcast. I'm your host, Abby Williams. Today's episode is sponsored by Cozy. Um, Cozy is an organizing app that is designed just for families. My family downloaded this app three years ago, and it has changed the tone of our house. Um, We were coming to the end of our day each day, and it was stressful. The dinnertime shuffle with multiple children, it was a lot. Um, And we kind of would go into the grocery store and just like buy things, I feel like, without having a true plan. And it just was not working for us. So we downloaded Cozy um, to simplify our week and planning weeknight dinners ahead of time. We use Cozy to discover new recipes inside the app and we save recipes from across the web and meal plan for the entire week. We are even able to add ingredients that we need for each recipe directly to our Cozy shopping list. Um, And it has just been a complete game changer. Cozy is an organizing app that is designed just for families. Um, So if you feel overwhelmed with the busyness of parenting um, and your calendar is filling up with the events, the kids' activities, um, you want to plan a date night, you want to plan a workout, you want to make sure that your schedule and your partner's schedule aren't overlapping and there's no missed pickups or double bookings, get the Cozy app. It color coordinates everybody's schedules. It sends an email reminder to everyone so that you don't have to. And it just makes your family run so much more smooth. And the best part is that it's free. Just download Cozy's Family Organizer from the App Store, that's C-O-Z-I, to get the free app today. And for today's episode, I'm welcoming on Megan Rempel. Megan is a wife. She is a mom of four. She is a registered nurse and an online health and wellness coach. Her mission is to help women discover that life can actually be easier and more simple if they just tap into the energies of our monthly cycle. I am so excited to share this episode with you because I had been noticing things in my cycle Uh, For quite some time, I had three babies back to back. So I felt like, you know, I was kind of relearning myself again after I got my period back after fits. Um, And I was noticing some different things in the different weeks of my cycle. So I was really excited to sit down and talk about it with Megan today. Um, She gives us so much insight. And she says that by allowing our female cycle to be the roadmap of a more effortless way of living, We can feel less stressed and overwhelmed and more powerful, energized, and confident. I am so excited to be implementing some of the things that Megan passed on to us in this episode. Um, I am so excited to be connected to her account and all of her resources. So make sure that you go give her a follow over on Instagram at MeganRempel4. Her podcast, Fit to Be a Mama, um, is available wherever you're listening to this podcast. And she's also on Facebook, Megan Darling Rempel. Um, and I'm going to be linking a little freebie in the description of this podcast. So make sure that you go check that out as well. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to leave a five-star rating and review. Your support here on the podcast always means the world to me, and I so appreciate you being here. So let's get started. Cheers. Hi, Megan. Welcome to the Mimosas with Moms podcast. I'm so excited that you are here today because I think so many of us 
don't really know a whole lot about our cycles. Um, you know, I think we had very basic education in our grade school or maybe from our mothers. Um, and I find myself now in the adulthood really starting to like learn more about myself. Um, and so I'm excited to have this conversation with you today. But first, tell my listeners a little bit about yourself. Yeah, well, I'm excited too. And Abby, thank you so much for having me on here. This is an honor and just, um, I I mean, I could talk about this stuff all day long because I just find it yeah. so fascinating and just so so relevant for us, for mm -hmm. us women and mothers. Um, so my name's Megan. I am a wife. I am a mom of four. I'm a registered nurse and I'm also an online health and wellness coach. And what I have discovered over the six years of me um, being in this industry and having this business is that I love being able to help women understand the energies of their cycle and learn yeah. how to use their cycle to their advantage to live a more present and meaningful and fulfilling and like calm, awesome life. Right. So like, let's talk about, I guess, the energies of our cycle. What does that mean? Yeah. So it's a concept called cycle syncing and yeah. I did not create this. Um, yeah. I'm not an expert in this. I have just simply done the the reading and the learning and just become absolutely fascinated with the concept of cycle syncing. So what that means essentially is aligning the areas of your life to mm -hmm. the four phases of our cycle. So aligning your yeah. nutrition, your movement, your your work productivity, your to-do list, the way you parent, your relationships, everything, um, aligning those things to the four phases of our cycle because we actually go through four very unique phases every single month as as cycliking women. And yeah. I think what women haven't understood, and I mean, maybe it was just me, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't. I didn't realize there was four phases that we went through every single month. I knew that there was a time that we could get pregnant. And I also knew there was a time that we bled. And otherwise, I wanted nothing to do with my cycle. I ignored it. It was annoying. It was a pain. I thought that women were cursed and we got the short end of the stick. And I think that's how <laughs> Which so might many... be true. <laughs> yeah, but, but I think you're going to walk away from this realizing that actually we are so blessed to yeah. have a monthly cycle and we can actually use this to our advantage. Yeah. Cause I feel like, so for me, I have like really noticed my cycle more now after having the last three babies back to back. So like I had these the last three babies back to back. Um, I got pregnant with Josie when Beatrice was six months old. So I, I hadn't had a period yet. And I was, was like, the what the heck? Way. Like how, how did this happen? I thought you had to have a period to get pregnant. Right. Um, so yeah, I was breastfeeding, didn't have a period. I got pregnant. Like, how did this happen? Um, so they're 15 months apart. And then Fitz came when like on Josie's second birthday, pretty much they're six days apart, um, two years, six days. But so I didn't really like have a consistent or a regular or really a period for these three years that I was having these last three babies. Um, and, or I guess maybe four. Um, 
And now that I'm like on the flip side of this, I feel like I am noticing my cycle way more than I did before these babies. And I don't know if that's normal. Um, But I'm like noticing that I'm more productive on these two weeks. And on these other two weeks, I am not like my best version of myself, right? Um, So I'm kind of like curious of what like these mean. Um, Mm -hmm. Is this normal, right? What do you do on the weeks that you're not your best self, you know? And how do we kind of like take care of ourselves through these different seasons of our cycle? Yeah. Yeah. I love everything you said. And oh my goodness, I can so relate because I, I have four children and same thing when my baby was six months old. Oh my gosh. Like, how am I pregnant? (laughs) How does that even happen? And then it would literally ask me like, don't you know how this happens? And I'm like, honestly, I don't know how this happens because like every time I have conceived a baby, I should not have conceived a baby. (laughs) Per like how I was taught, right? Or like what you know about ovulating. You look at like your ovulation calendar or whatever. And I'm like, this makes no sense. I don't know how I got pregnant, but I do. And I have four kids. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And then it happened again for for us. It was like, you know, the next baby was eight months old and same thing. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is actually getting to be embarrassing. Like we can't tell people that this keeps happening. So I, I was like you, I went through, you know, I, I was really late getting my period for the very first time. Like, you know, I was, I was maybe, I think I was close to being 16 when I first got my period. And then shortly, shortly after that, I went on the birth control pill because that's just what we did. And then and then got married and and went off the pill and immediately got pregnant yeah. as planned and right. then had four children breastfed constantly breastfeeding pregnant giving birth <laughs> like the whole thing for like 6 years yeah. and then all of a sudden it was like i i was getting a period and i felt you know i'm in my 30s and it felt like this is what i was supposed to experience when i was a lot younger so right. it was like learning about so my I'm body like the same way yeah yeah and yeah. and i didn't i didn't again pay much attention to it cuz i'm like well we're done kids like this is now just going to be this thing that's really basically irritating and i had heard about the concept of cycle syncing and I didn't want anything to do with it because I was the person who was like, go, 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 do all the things, sleep is for the week. Um, I will never use something like my period as a reason to why I can't do anything in life. And I thought that cycle syncing meant that when you have your period, you basically put your jammies on and you watch Netflix for five to seven days and you do nothing and you use that as your excuse as why you can't show up in life. And so I was like, no way, not me. That that's not going to, that's not going to be my life. Like I'm going to push through no matter what. Um, But then I started to notice some trends and I started to, um, it was starting to affect me in a negative way because I mean, we, we all have those weeks where we're on top of our game. We're crushing our workouts. We're eating healthy. It's not even hard. Um, we're, we're doing all the things at home. We feel sexy. We feel confident. We want to be out there networking with people and, and hanging out with friends and socializing. We've all had those weeks. And then we've had the other weeks where we, um, 
you know, we don't want to go out. We don't want to see anyone. We don't want to have conversations. We just want to like read a book in bed and hunker down. We want to avoid anything social. Um, we we self-sabotage and yeah. we don't want to work out. And then what happens is we think that we suck and the negative self-talk <laughs> happens. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. you know, like you can't stick to anything. How come last week your nutrition was so on point and you felt amazing? And now this week, like you suck, you're a failure. You can't ever be consistent. You, you can't even, you know, bang out that cardio workout without quitting halfway through or making up an excuse. And you're not getting your ass out of bed at 5am. Like, right. and, and the negative self-talk would get to me and I would, I would just like beat myself up and I would yeah. sit there being like, what is wrong with me? There's nothing, there's no reason for me to feel like this. Why am I feeling like this? Am I depressed? Like what's, what's happening? Do I need to talk to someone? And then over the course of the next week or so, we come back around and we're like, oh good, I'm back to my old self. Like, thank goodness. I don't know what that was all about, but I'm, I'm just like so happy that I'm back on track and I don't need to worry about that. Right. And then right. it just keeps happening and it affects us like that, right. that negative self-talk affects every area of our life. It affected how I was parenting. It affected right. my relationship with my husband. It affected my business because I would sometimes sit there thinking like, do I even want to do this anymore? Like, what's my life purpose? I have no idea. You were saying and, everything that like I am experiencing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the reality is there is nothing yeah. wrong with us. It yeah. is our cycle. It is our hormones. And this is happening on a 28-day-ish cycle every single month to us. And if we could just understand it and learn yeah. how to work with it, we can feel good all month long. We're going to feel different every, like week to week. We are a different version of ourselves, and we need to just acknowledge that and work with it instead of trying to figure out like, how can I just keep pushing through? How can I just right. keep go, go, go? Because we are not men. Men can do that. Men are the exact same every single day, week to week. Yeah. We are not. Yeah. So like, but I've noticed, so like I have like realized that I have these two weeks out of the month that I am not my best self and I'm <laughs> like the imposter syndrome is really bad. My negative self-talk is bad. Um, you know, it's like, I'm not creative. Um, I'm not as engaging. I'm maybe less patient. And then on the weeks where I am my best self, you know, I'm like banging it out. Yeah. I'm like doing all the things. I'm super creative. I'm writing, you know, I'm in my marriage, I'm in my motherhood and I'm great. And so I've like really like noticed that this is in line with my cycle. Right. And I'm like, for these two weeks, I am not myself. And then for these two weeks, I'm a better version of myself. And so I've like said this out loud to my husband and he's like, well, that's just like horrible because that's like 50% of your life. You're like miserable. I'm like, oh my gosh, you're right. Like this is really a problem, right? Because like when you think about that, you're like, oh my gosh, so 50% of my life, I'm going to be walking around like everybody hates me. You're not good at anything. You have like this big platform. You don't even know why anybody's following you. You know what I mean? And I just like go on this spiral. 
And yeah, and I'm like, you know, I should just delete my Instagram account. I should quit mimosas with moms. Like, I'm, I'm not doing any good, you know, and it's like so crazy. And then like I snap out of it and you're like, what in the world is the matter with you? Of course, like you're so crazy. So yeah. what do we do, I guess, on those weeks where we're not the better version of ourselves? Because like you said, like men are the same all the time, but like I want to be the same all the time, right? I want to be this more productive, more loving version of me. Is there something that we can be doing to help ourselves talk or to help our energy during those low times? Yeah, absolutely. And this is the thing that takes it takes a little bit of time and it takes also right. a lot of understanding and right. tracking how you right. feel week to week and and because you're going to feel different in your you know luteal phase which is sort of that two weeks in between like feeling really good and then your period coming so yeah. that's sort of like the PMS phase that women refer to so you're yeah. going to feel different in that phase and I'm going to feel so everyone's different right so you can take like all the this- week that I'm on my period is probably my best week Oh, see, interesting. And doesn't that make no sense? I'm like, it makes well, no sense to me. But I like, as soon as I start bleeding, I'm like myself again. <laughs> yeah, like it well, all is like released. It's, it, it does make sense though, in a sense, because when you're, when you start your bleed, you're now yeah. kind of on the uphill swing of like your, your hormones are going to start to rise on about like yeah. day three of your period. Right. So right. the, the time leading up to our period is often that time of like, I hate, I hate my life. This sucks. <laughs> I'm a failure. I yeah. hate my husband. I can't stand my kids. Give me yeah. all the junk food. I feel like garbage. Like that's, <laughs> that is sort of what that phase is. But I don't want to go through that. <laughs> no. And you don't have to. So that's yeah. the thing. When you realize how to work with each of the four phases individually in yeah. all of your, in all areas of your life, you'll start to realize like, oh, this isn't feeling as like awful anymore. And you'll start to embrace those like lower energy phases because they're very magical. Like for me, I actually love my luteal phase, which is the two weeks before my period. I love it because I now know how to work with it. So, um, I mean, this is like, there's so much information I could just be like starting to spew. But yeah, for instance, um, when you can really like top load your schedule into your into your follicular and ovulatory phases. So those are yeah. your that's your phases right after your bleed. So when your bleed stops, you're now entering your follicular phase, which is yeah. like spring. So think of these phases as seasons. So spring and summer are your follicular and ovulatory phase. This is when your energy levels are at their highest. Like you're feeling like a total magnet. You're like, things are coming into your life really easily and effortlessly. Like everything is always working out. You feel on fire and you can do all of the things. And you you can put in like a 12 hour solid work day and like be like fired up to keep going and go out for dinner that night or host a dinner party and get up at 5 a.m. and do the hit workout. Like you're feeling so good. The thing is, we're trying to do that all month long. We're trying to live in this yeah. high energy phase all month long. And that's why we're feeling so awful in, you know, the luteal phase, for instance, or even for in our menstrual phase for a lot of women. So mm-hmm. if you can know when those high energy phases are and you can load up like the podcast interviews in there and the yeah. content creation and the networking and the host your kids play date then don't do that in your luteal phase. 
and you can start to really like align your lifestyle, but also bringing in like certain foods that are going to help you to sustain that energy and to really, and to really work with it. And then knowing then, okay, after summer, I'm going to be going into my fall phase. And this is, this is just like fall, right? You're going to be wanting to start to hunker down. It's like nesting that comes over you when you're about to have a baby. You know that something's coming. You know you got to get ready for it. You're getting ready for winter, aka your period. So you yeah. want to like, this is when we're wired to organize. And I always tell this story because it's so relevant. There'll be a time, I'm sure for women, every single month where all of a sudden you're like, I have to clean out the linen <laughs> closet. Like the, the, the junk this is driving drawer. me crazy. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, yeah. the pantry. Like you guys, we cannot do anything until this flipping thing gets organized. And it takes over you and you're like, that feels so good. Like it is so satisfying. Whereas if you were trying to do that task in your ovulatory phase, your brain's so squirrely going all over the place, you wouldn't do it, right? So right. it's like leaning into these things that we should do in each of the, each of the four phases, like your luteal phase, like organize and, you know, get your, get your business tasks that you've been working on, like get them completed. Winter's coming. Like, come on, girl, you're going to have to rest. Your body's going to need you to rest. So finish up those tasks. Don't start a new project in the luteal phase. Start a new project in the follicular phase where you're primed for more like challenging, like brainstorming, like get stuff done and create the to-do list. The luteal phase, you want to be wrapping all that stuff up and, and really just like hunkering down, doing some like behind the scenes type work, like editing Mm -hmm. stuff and, and just like really like not being seen as much because, you know, for me being on social media too, if I try to do like, you know, an Instagram live the week before my period, like I'm really not going to be that magnetic. Like I'm not going to even want to do it. Right. I'm not going to feel like my best self or feel attractive. And then same thing in our, in our winter phase, in our, in our period, this is when we want to just take as much stuff off our plate as possible instead of feeling so low energy, feeling kind of like blah, but saying, I got to push through anyways. Like I can't stop. I got to keep going. And then that sort of sets you up for, for failure for the rest of your cycle because now you're going into your spring phase feeling depleted, feeling exhausted because you didn't give your body what it needs. And in the menstrual phase, our body needs to rest. Our body yeah. needs really nourishing foods that are easy, easy to digest. We need like extra nutrients. Like, like, and this was... But this is such, this is easy, like common things, but think right. about it. Think about what's happening during your period. Your yeah. body is going through like a crazy event. The right. energy that it's using to shed your lining and, and like rebuild cells and just like flushing things out, your whole body is working in overdrive. And then yeah. here we are as women being like, I got to do all the things, go, 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 and press play on the workout and restrict my calories. And it's like, no, you actually need more calories. I would don't do the workout. Like definitely don't be doing cardio when you're in your, in your um, menstrual phase or your luteal phase, because you're going to stress your body, which is going to increase your cortisol levels, which is going to lead to weight gain, um, which can lead to like muscle wasting, like know what to do as far as movement in each of the four phases as well, because 
you don't want to, why would you want to stress your body out? It's not going to work for you. And, And instead we need to just like take as much off our plate, slow down. Like it doesn't mean you do nothing, obviously. Like We've got a lot of children between the two of us. Right, I have to right. work shifts at the hospital. Like we have to still show up for life. Yeah. But when you're aligning all of the four phases, you'll start to realize you get to your menstrual phase and you get to like that tail end of your luteal phase. And you're like, oh, I actually don't have as much on my plate because I took advantage of those high energy phases. And I did the things in those phases that my brain is wired to do. And so they felt easy. It was efficient. I could get them done in half the time that I used to get things done because I'm not trying to like push, push, push. It's just like I'm working with the energies of my cycle. It sounds like I might be a better version of myself all the time if I was like actually going through this, you know what I mean? And like actually tracking and planning out my month. Yeah. Hey mamas, I'm interrupting today's episode for a brief word from one of our sponsors. I wanted to share with you about Kindred Bravely. Kindred Bravely came to life in 2015 by Deanne Ackerson, a mom of two, when she couldn't find any comfortable and functional pajamas while she was nursing her second son. I don't know about you, but I sure can relate. It was really hard finding things that worked that looked good, and that were comfortable. Deanne decided to design her own, and this led to one of her best-selling pajama sets, the Davy Nursing and Maternity Pajamas. At Kindred Bravely, they are devoted to making life easier for pregnant and nursing moms, from breast pads to non-skid socks to nursing bras and pajamas. Deanne creates every piece with comfort, beauty, and function in mind, and her designs have been recognized by parent-tested, parent-approved, the Crisby Awards, and Mom's Choice Awards. Perhaps more important than her clothing is Deanne's mission to build a community of moms who support and celebrate each other. In fact, she chose the name Kindred Bravely to represent the sisterhood we join as moms and the courage it takes to raise our children. As moms, we have got to stick together. We are family now. We have the same struggles and the same desires. I love my pieces from Kindred Bravely and I hope that you go check them out too. You can use promo code MIMOSA20 to save 20% off your purchase on kindredbravely.com. Some exclusions may apply. And now back to our episode. How do you feel like, do you feel like if you organize your month more around your cycle, does that help with some of the negative self-talk, the sabotaging that we do during our two weeks of not greatness? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. It does. Like I, I'm so intentional now about planning my, I sort of plan my month when I'm in my menstrual phase. So you know how yeah. at the like we're we're heading into right now when we're recording, it's like the beginning yeah. of the month. So probably yeah. at the end of September, you probably sat down with your plan and you're like, okay, let's plan out October. Like yeah. let's go. Right. What do I want to do? What do I want to create? Like what worked last month? What didn't yeah. work so well? What do I want to change up? And you get all excited and you get it all laid out. That's actually something we should be doing in our menstrual phase. Because when we're in our menstrual phase, both of our left and our right hemisphere of our brain are working the best that they're ever going to work. So they're just like very intertwined. So this is, um, we're just, we're powerful in our menstrual phase as far as our brain. Yeah. I feel my most creative when I'm menstruating. Yeah. Yeah. So this is like important. So you're feeling creative. So the best thing for you to do in your menstrual phase is to get that creativity like brain dump it out, down on the but don't paper. take action yeah. on it. 
because you're, you don't have the energy to take action on it. So get it all out. So like get it on your planner, get it in your journal. And then when you're in your follicular phase, which comes right after your period, that's when you want to take action on it. It's already there. And you're like, okay, it's go time. Let's do this. And then same thing in your ovulatory. You're like, all right, we're firing this stuff out now. And then you come to your luteal phase and you're like, okay, so let's let's organize this. Let's edit this. Let's, let's figure out, you know, what, what else needs to be kind of finished up. And then you go right back into your menstrual phase and you're like, okay, how did that work? So when I look at my calendar, I actually like, I'm all about like a paper and pen type calendar. So I use my highlighters and each phase of my cycle is a different color. So I just like block out my, all my four phases so I can see it. And then that way, when I'm, you know, trying to plan a launch or plan a dinner party or plan a little holiday with my kids or plan a holiday alone, I know when is the best time to put those things in. And it doesn't mean that, you know, like for instance, I'll just be transparent. I'm in my menstrual phase right now. Not the most ideal time to do a podcast interview. So I had to like, you know, make sure- Thank you. (laughs) I had to make sure this morning that I took a little bit of extra time to like, okay, like take care of myself because I know I'm going to be putting out a lot of energy. And it's just, it's all about being aware. It doesn't mean that you can't do certain things ever. We can, we can do all the things whenever we want. We don't have to, but when we feel like we need to, then we can have some systems set up and we can just we can just be more um, forgiving and kinder to ourselves. I can't wait to tell my husband that 50% of my life isn't going to be horrible. It's not. <laughs> I think you're going to You know, because I've been like really like it. self-aware of, you know, the like of these like seasons of my cycle, you know, I, I don't know. And I just, I never felt them or knew them. And so I was really excited to have this conversation with you today to like get more insight about it. Cause like I, I see it, you know, yeah. I watch it every single month. It's the same thing. It's mm-hmm. the same pattern of thoughts. It's, you know, and you start like getting crazy. Like, yeah. is this me? Like, is there something the matter? Yeah. You, you know, know what? And I'm like all about like therapy and like go to therapy too. But like, yeah, I started like really thinking, you know, like, is there something more going on here? Do I have like a hormonal imbalance? Yeah. You know, like, is there something major going on? Yeah, there's not. Um, it's just, it's just my life. So speaking <laughs> of speaking of crazy, I yeah. think that this is something that, okay, society has put this label on us, right? Right. That yeah. the, the week before our period or even during our period, PMS, like yeah. PMS she's crazy. She's hormonal. Don't take well, her seriously. it was labeled as a mental health diagnosis for a really yeah. long time. It's still in the DSM. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it is. And, and men have done this to us, but we've also done it to ourselves and we've right. done it to each other. Like, Oh, oh, she's like, I had a, I had my friend's child over here and they're like 10, 11 boys. And he was talking about his mom and he said, oh, she's, she's probably on her period and kind of rolled her (laughs) eyes. And I was like, excuse me, like, wait, what, what do you mean by that? So we've used, we've labeled ourselves almost as hormonal and like, oh, don't mind me. I'm, I'm on my period or I'm PMSing. Like, don't take me seriously. Like I'm, I'm crazy right now. 
the thing is when we are in the days leading up to our period, we are not crazy. We are actually very clear. Our brain is very, very clear on what we want and what we don't want. The thing is estrogen, which is very high in our spring and summer phases, right? So Mm -hmm. right after our period, our estrogen starts to rise and estrogen makes us feel good. Estrogen is like what makes us feel pretty and confident and like life Um, is amazing. I love what I do. And then estrogen plummets the weeks, the two weeks before our period. And so it takes away that, like that drug of like, I feel so good. And now all of a sudden we're left with just our true thoughts and true feelings. And the estrogen isn't masking that anymore. So where something might be bothering us in our life, like something might feel out of alignment, whether it's in our business, in our marriage, um, you know, something with yourself personally and in our spring and summer phases, it's there. But estrogen's so right. high that it's like, oh, it's fine. It doesn't actually, it doesn't bother me that much. It's, I can live with this. And then we get yeah. to our luteal phase and it hits us in the face and there's no estrogen to, to mask it. And we're like, I am actually not okay with how things are going. And so it's yeah. sort of this rude awakening that we get every month, but those are our true feelings. So we're not crazy. We're not hormonal. It's just, yeah. we're feeling our true self. Yeah. And that's important too. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like if you do have something that you need to go work through, whether it's, you know, something in your marriage or something else that you're going through, you know, go get the support. So that help, that is so important to feel those true feelings. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm going to be such a better version of myself after (laughs) this episode. I can feel it. And something else. (laughs) Except for I'm probably in what, 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 what's the stage right before your period? So you're in your luteal phase. Luteal, probably like coming up on my luteal phase. Yeah. Yeah. So trying to like look at my calendar in my head. (laughs) And the thing is too, so PMS, because we were just talking about it, PMS is not normal. It has been normalized, but PMS is not normal. PMS is a sign that your hormones are out of balance. And that could be just a very small shift, but anything even small, that's out of alignment with our hormones, we're going to feel it. So that's yeah. often where we're, we're seeing like the, the cravings, the, the, the spotting, um, all like PMS is not normal. We shouldn't be having crazy cramps and crazy spotting and bloating, all of those things. That's a sign that you're not living in alignment with your cycle. And cycle syncing is a very natural way of balancing your hormones because even even just aligning your nutrition to the yeah. phases of your cycle, that can that can almost completely get rid of your PMS, providing you don't have something bigger going on like endometriosis right. or PCOS. But as far as just like small hormonal imbalances that aren't necessarily diagnosed, yeah. this is such a, a great way for, for you to just have that symptom-free period because we should. You should, you should literally wake up on day one of your bleed, and there it is. It's bright red. It's bleeding. You didn't have to, you know, waste four pairs of your favorite underwear the weeks leading right. up to your period because you were spotting. Right. Like that shouldn't happen. It's not normal. Yeah. We should just start bright red bleeding for you know about five days or so, and then it should end, and that should be the end of it. And we yeah. can still feel really good 
even when we have low energy levels. It doesn't mean we have to feel like crap. You can have low energy levels and feel amazing. Okay, Megan, I believe you. I believe you. I'm going to do it. I'm going to be a better version of myself even when I'm not in my great estrogen highs. I'm going to be a better version. I believe in this. Like I, I'm like going to get all on board on like my cycle syncing. Yes. Megan, do you have information over on your page about all of this? Yes, I do. Like where can people find all of yeah. your content, all of your things? Yeah, I keep it super simple. Um, I'm on Instagram. My handle is yeah. at Megan Rempel 4. And yeah. in my bio, you'll actually find a freebie. So you can get started yeah. with like just some really quick ways to balance your hormones and learn about cycle yeah. syncing. Um, I do have a cycle syncing program. It's DIY. You can go through and you'll understand all four of the phases and how to start aligning every area of your life to the four phases. I have like some really fun bonus modules too about like intimacy yeah. and parenting and seed cycling, like really cool yeah. stuff. Um, and then I also have a podcast as well. It's called Fit to Be a Mama. And I, I talk about a lot of things on there, but also lots of cycle syncing information and my oh. stories and my feed, like just, it's all, it's all over the place. Like I'm just I'm just so yeah. passionate that I'm just constantly sharing about where I'm at in my cycle and how, like what yeah. I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. I think that, that, I think it's powerful. And like, I really believe in this. I have noticed it in myself over, you know, probably this past year. Um, and I don't know, I'm excited. To, I'm going to get off of here and go <laughs> dig through all your stuff because I don't know, you know, I think if I really tap into these things appropriately, you know, I'm already like self-aware that it's there. I know like what my patterns are and if I can kind of shift them and make them all work for me, I'm just like excited for my life to feel a little more balanced. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So I'm excited. Um, I hope that everybody goes and checks out Megan's content because I know I am going to. And Megan, thank you so much for joining me and cheers to a better cycle. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Thanks, Megan.